founder of Lead Crunch AI. Again, launched, uh, really pivoted, uh, launched their first product in 2013, pivoted in 2016, September specifically, uh, with their new product. They now have over uh, 90 lifetime customers, 55 currently. They do about 200 grand per month in revenue, generating these on-demand reports, help, helping people really get better leads, more targeted leads, and do intelligent targeted B2B demand generation for their customers. This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 units sold mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Many of you listening right now don't have time to listen to every B2B SaaS CEO that I've interviewed. If you want to get access to the database I've created with year-over-year growth rates, customer accounts, margins, and many, many other data metrics and data points, you can go to getlatka.com. Here's the thing, though. This database, I keep it to myself. It's so freaking valuable. And to preserve the quality of the data and make sure that the people that have access to it have a true advantage, I'm only letting 10 companies on each month. So we're full this month, but you can go to getlatka.com to get on the waiting list for next month. And look, there's big people on the waiting list. I mean, the biggest VCs you've ever heard of. You've probably heard of them. They're big, private equity, billions and billions under management. So it's an impressive waiting list. Go get on now at getlatka.com. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Olin Hyde. He's the co-founder and CEO of LeadCrunch AI, an intelligent demand generation platform that accelerates sales with high-precision analytics and content delivery. In less than 10 months since launch, the company has grown to more than 90 customers who are getting 300% higher sales conversion rates. All right, Olin, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. Thank you, Nathan. You bet. So this is your uh, your eighth startup and third in kind of artificial intelligence. Uh, tell me about your last exit real quick and then tell us what LeadCrunch does. Sure. The last one was AutoSemantics, and we analyzed social media feeds uh, on the behalf of chief financial officers of public companies to identify and isolate uh, pump and dump schemes. And uh, that company was sold to a group out of Switzerland called AI1. And uh, after two years with AI1, I had the idea of starting what's now the lead crunch, and it's been a fun journey. Uh, we're almost four years into it now. Uh, we started off in healthcare, uh, and actually we're training a system to be a physician, actually training the computer to be a doctor, and we're able to modify that technology for marketing purposes. And along the way, uh, we're able to beat IBM Watson and Palantir to win a Lockheed contract for the military, which taught us a lot about how to target. And we're using that targeting technology uh, to help uh, mid-market companies uh, find their next best customer. So why go to mid-market companies and try and sell there? It sounds like you could just sell one thing to the DOD and make $20 million, why deal with SMBs? Well, that, we originally were going to sell one system to the DOD. Uh, we got caught in sequestration. Uh, there were oh. budget problems. Okay, got and it. And we really wanted, and we're, we're, we're doers. We like to get things done. And when you're a government contractor, you spend a lot of time in conference rooms listening to people speak in acronyms. And we really like working with uh, people to help their dreams come true. And uh, we started off our product in our uh, private alpha. Uh, 1,070 small businesses signed up to try it. Mm -hmm. uh, we were monetizing that, and we discovered that we actually got better results with a little bit larger uh, size companies. We've stayed away from the enterprise simply because 
Uh, we like the idea of democratizing the power of AI to enable everyone to achieve their dreams. So what is the, what's the, uh, first off, is it a SaaS business model? Yes, well, okay. it's a combination of, of, of subscription and on demand. When you're a marketer, uh, you don't need to buy a subscription for a campaign. You want to buy that as you need it. Uh, just like you don't buy a subscription to Uber uh, for your uh, for your ride hailing services, uh, we provide on-demand services uh, to create uh, you know campaigns of leads. What's your we revenue split though, Olin? Like if you break if you break down last month's revenue, what percentage came from on-demand sales versus SaaS sales? Uh, it's early for our SaaS product. We're just now testing it, so it's uh, it's about 1090 right now. 10 on SaaS, 90 on on-demand. But what's interesting about our on-demand, 130% of our customers rebook within 90 days. So even though we call it on-demand, those customers are coming back and repeating over and over again, and they're repeating at 186% of their original contract value. Got it. So uh, we, like, we like to give the power uh, to our our customers so that they can uh, fit us into their existing spending patterns. So what's the what's the average customer paying you per kind of on demand uh, a deal? Typical order will be around 20,000 okay. and we'll typically take uh, one to two months to fill that order. And our, we, again, we give our customers the opportunity to pull out uh, inventory as they need it. Okay. So, I mean, when you're looking at like revenue predictability in terms of making hiring decisions and where to spend money on CAC and things like that, do, do you, I mean, can you really accurately predict that that first $20,000 contract is going to come in for three months and then three months later, they're going to spend, yeah, I think you said 150% of that. So call it, you know, 30,000 thousand dollars on their next thing and they're going to come back every three months yeah that's what we do we're an analytics company so do you would, exactly you, would you call that so would we, you call that arr or no well i think it's on demand i think calling it arr is overselling it i mm -hmm. think that uh you know there's this fascination among the venture capital community with predictable revenue uh, and they immediately jump to the assumption that the only way it's predictable is if there's a subscription. Well, that's just not true. Uh, Uber is very predictable because it's got the law of large numbers working on its favor. Uh, you know, we're predictable because we can tell what kind of results we're giving to our customers. We get feedback from the customers throughout the entire campaign process. So we have opportunities to change it. You know, we have a customer success function, which is really what our company's built around is ensuring that our customers are successful. And Olin, so, when did you launch uh, the company? The company was launched in August of 2013, but the product that we're talking about, Lead Crunch, didn't come to market as it is now until September 2016. So we've been in market around 10 months now. And uh, do you remember what, it's always usually embarrassing, but do you remember what first year revenue was? Do it on Lead Crunch specifically. Oh, yeah. Oh, lead crunch. Uh, so you're talking post pivots or pre pivots? Uh, <laughs> the well, very first year not, is easy. You're not doing anything <laughs> that you were doing between 2013 and 2015, right? It's all lead crunch now. It's all lead crunch. Yeah. So 2016, our trailing 12 months revenue right now is around a million dollars. Okay, got it, got it. So what are you what are you doing now in terms of uh, kind of monthly on average revenue, like 50, 60 grand, something like that? Uh, 200,000 in bookings. Oh, 200,000. Okay, growing. great. So when we, we launched in uh, September, uh, we, so to call that our zero month yep. and we've grown at a compound monthly rate of 37%. Uh, we were 203,000 in bookings in June 
and we see uh, that growth continuing for a while. And uh, did you decide to bootstrap this or have you raised capital? We bootstrapped it initially until we ran out of money, and then we started raising capital. We've raised about $2 million today. Got it. And now, were those all uh, convertible notes or any priced rounds yet? All convertible, no priced rounds yet. That's good. Typical terms, 20% discount, you know, 6% interest, that kind of thing? Yeah, we paid a little bit more in interest, uh, 7%, but okay. uh, pretty much run-of-the-mill. Uh, it's the same convertible note that you get from DLA for 99% of the companies. There's <laughs> nothing exotic about our financing. What did you cap it at? What did you put the cap at? We kept the cap low. We kept the cap at $6 million. Why did you do that? Uh, you know, I... Uh, because we didn't know what it was worth. And if our zero day was in September, by the time we got our notes out, uh, we were already in hyper growth. And I think that it's more important to get the right investors than to get the right price early on. And yep. we are fortunate our investors have collectively more than $20 billion in exits from 36 companies where they've been seed investors. And that's not including Tesla, where uh, one of our investors was the general counsel for Tesla. So, you know, we've been fortunate to attract some phenomenal uh, early stage angel investors that have experience uh, with big exits. And we really are trying to build the company, uh, both from a governance perspective and leadership team, uh, to take the company to $100 million in revenue in less than five years. What are you at now today in terms of total customers? We have 90 lifetime customers. Okay. We have uh, about 55 on this current product line. Okay. And most of the, I know you're working with a small sample size because you just launched in September as kind of month zero, but most of those 55, you're seeing that same pattern every three months reordering. And what was the rate they reorder at? You said 150%? Well, it's interesting. We actually are, uh, we do something called cohort vintage analysis, where we look at how the revenue and behavior of our customers change based on when they sign up. And so we've gotten much better at selecting customers that will rebook, and we've gotten much better at saying no to customers that we think will be a one-time only customer. So our rebooking rate uh, has gone up dramatically since January. What's the expansion, uh, nice though? for that. Like on the revenue, what's the revenue expansion every, every renewal on average? Well, the revenue, uh, the, the average order size in, uh, in January was around 5,000. And now we're at twenty thousand, so it's it's gone up substantially as we've gotten better at selecting customers. Interesting. Okay, uh, uh, last few questions here, Owen. Before we jump into the famous five, you seem like a creative guy. What's the weirdest thing you've done to acquire customers? <laughs> Give it to me. That, whatever's making you laugh right now, I want to know it. Tell me. Well, I uh, was in San Francisco and got in an Uber ride uh, with a venture capitalist, and he said no to me. Uh, he, he was unfortunate to meet me on the street. We rode uh, from Market and 3rd Street to Palo Alto, where I was pitching my ass off. And he kept on saying no, 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 but he gave me a customer uh, just to get rid of me. And I think he now calls me Mr. Relentless. That's hysterical. Uh, what was that customer worth to you? So far, they've been worth about $40,000, and they're, they've rebooked with us uh, four times, and I'd much rather have them as a customer than have his money as a VC. Yeah, so, hey, look, customer you. cash isn't dilutive. <laughs> it's not dilutive, but actually, he's putting money in another VC's pocket, potentially. That's so funny. Um, gross margin, do you see what typical SaaS companies see, or somewhere around 85 90%? No, and I think that... Um, those margins, the really super high margins, 85, 90%, are not necessarily sustainable for the long run. So what do you We at? really want to build a 
we're, we're, we, our target is 75%. So what do you got, 70, 60 now? We're below that now. We're, we have not yet optimized for margins. We are optimized for growth right now. Is that, is that because, is that because you, they're, they're, you use AI, but there's also still a lot of human touch in terms of coming up with these custom reports and scanning what AI spits out to make sure it's accurate and everything, so there's a lot of touch? No, it's because we're 10 months in and we haven't built everything yet. Well, sorry, just to be clear, gross margin, I'm talking just stuff above the line. These are like processing fees, things like that, not your like SG&A yeah. stuff, not R&D. Right. Well, some of that processing stuff we're doing manually, I'm, I'm talking, we're talking the same language. It's just that, you know, we're new. Uh, we've not optimized everything. There's areas where people are touching that we can automate later. We just haven't gotten to it yet. Got it. What are you paying to acquire a new customer on average? Our, our, well, so the key measurement for us is what you'd consider to be a cost of customer acquisition payback period, mm -hmm. and that right now is around 2.1 months. Okay, 2.1 months. So if your average contract is yeah. somewhere around, uh, you said 20, 20K, I can, and you said they were rebook every about three months, I can assume what, that's like 14K, something like that? Yeah, a little bit less than that, but yeah. Got it. And then, okay, so you get that. And now are they paying those contracts up front so you immediately get paid back, basically? From a the cash SaaS perspective, product, they do, the, the, the SaaS product they do pay up front. Uh, the on-demand they pay uh, as we deliver. Okay, got it. So you spend fourteen grand to get that one new person. You sign the contract. You then take some time to deliver it. Once it's delivered, they then pay you on average twenty k, and then it's that kind of instant payback period. It takes about two point one months. Yeah, that's the first order's 20K, and then, of course, they come back over and over again. And our customer acquisition costs uh, should be decreasing uh, over time as we get more and more rebookings. So we're so new to the market uh, that I think it's dangerous to get too attached to the numbers. Yep. It's really more of a trend line right now. What would you spend last month just in paid, paid spend? I'd have to look it up. It's a range. <laughs> that's, that's like, a was, it, was it definitely less than 20 grand? Oh my goodness! Yes, okay. uh, my 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 estimate would be somewhere around uh, uh, sixty five hundred. Okay, got it. And it was that on like Facebook ads, Google ads. No, well, we we are a big fan of Google ads. Uh, we're also a big fan of using our own technology. So we will do content syndication. We'll you know we publish white papers. Uh, we actually eat our own dog food. We'll use uh, you know we have a, a network of third party marketing uh, agencies that help us fill our leads. So we actually most of that money I would say of, of the sixty five hundred uh, about forty five hundred was spent on our own stuff, and then we always are doing experiments. So we typically. Uh, uh, are a big fan of A-B tests for, for discovering new funnels, mm -hmm. and we'll typically always have a champion challenger uh, where we'll do A-B-C, where B and C are the two challengers. Yep. And we'll typically run, we'll cycle out uh, one of those every month. Uh, we, we were largely influenced by um, Justin Mayer's book, I think it was called Traction, which says, you know, just experiment with lots of channels, and that's exactly what we do. And we've gotten better. Uh, we've found a lot of good, I think, for the revenue that we're doing doing. Uh, if we had more capital, we would certainly grow faster. Uh, but, you know, we are very uh, conservative. Uh, we're capital efficient. Uh, and so we're careful. Uh, there's a balance between being too conservative and too aggressive. Yep. Uh, but we, we use a, a lot of our own technology and we learn from other people's techniques to make our technology better. Oh, and uh, what's your team size today and where are you guys based? 
We're 15 full-time. We've got a sales team in Chicago of four, and then we have 11 in San Diego. Uh, I We also have an office in San Francisco where I'm the primary user of the office in San Francisco. Uh, I'm probably there three days a week on average. Uh, uh, so we are we are hiring. Uh, that's something that, you know, is probably the greatest uh, limitation right now is finding the right talent. Uh, I'm very proud that we've built a remarkable team. You cash flow uh, positive yet with your headcount? We could get pot cash flow positive within 60 days if we wanted to. And is we're, that just by right cutting? Just focus on growth. Is that just by cutting variable marketing expenses? You wouldn't have to fire any people to do that. No, we would not. Yes, we, okay. we're we're a culture of commitment, so we are very committed to our people. Uh, firing people would be a big failure on my part. Well, oh, and just to be clear, if you did want to get profitable, could you do it just by cutting variable marketing expenses, or would you have to reduce salaries? We would, yeah, we'd cut, uh, we'd cut salaries and we'd cut um, variable yeah, marketing. You're not going to do that, but right. that, but you'd have to if you did. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I was going to add something to that. Is that you know the nature of our business being new uh, and the re, uh, rebookings and those recurring revenues uh, would also help. You know, we, we believe we're within a month or two of cash flow positive right now. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere, your website's growing so fast, how'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator, I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator, and the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use, because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin, and guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. That's great. All right, let's wrap up here with the famous five. These are one-word answers. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Humans. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Elon Musk. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like Evernote? Sales Loft. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Eight. Okay, and what's your situation? Uh, married, single, you have kids? Married. Any kiddos? We raised our niece. I consider her my daughter. Oh, good. Uh, she's, she's, she's a really amazing woman, and I think that she's going to make a big mark in the world. And Olin, how old are you? I'm 51 years old. All right, last question. Take us back 31 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? <laughs> when I was 20 years old, I was selling encyclopedias door-to-door -to, -door to put myself through college. Uh, I wish I would have known how important that linear algebra test would have been uh, to, and how much easier my life would have been had I taken a little bit more math when I was that age as opposed to having to pack it in later in life. There you guys have it from Olin. Take more math. Ironically, he's now the founder of Lead Crunch AI. Again, launched, uh, really pivoted, uh, launched their first product in 2013, pivoted in 2016, September specifically, uh, with their new product. They now have over uh, 90 lifetime customers, 55 current. Currently, they do about 200 grand per month in revenue, generating these on-demand reports, help, helping people really get better leads, more targeted leads, and do intelligent, targeted B2B demand generation for their customers. Olin, thank you for taking us to the top. Hey, thank you so much, David. Have a great day.